It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Tennessee wins 59-3 over UConn. Homecoming on Rocky Top 2023. I'm Eric Kane alongside Brett Hubbs. And awesome prize, FallQuest post-game mini-podcast. Austin, Tennessee did exactly what it needed to do. Get in, get out. Um, you know, We'll see as the days go on, but looks like relatively injury-free. You played a ton of guys. You beat up on your opponent, and you look good doing it. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a, a really nice uh, way to play this type of game. I mean, you know, I thought the first quarter, you're like, oh, here we go again. And then... You know, boom, boom, and then right at the end of the half, you get the touchdown, then the strip, the scoop and score, and, you know, all of a sudden it was 35-3, to 3, and I'm like, okay, you know, it's about right where it's supposed to be, and then <laughs> even more lightning in the bottle to start the second half. So, um, three defensive scores, and then a, a bunch of big plays. Like, Tennessee, big played UConn, you know. Um, you know, not only the bust on the Ramel Keene touchdown, but the squirrel white. Um, I thought Dante Thornton had a nice 22, three-yard catch. Um, you know, Jalen Wright continues to, you know, I think you just made him mad there after that first game when you said, he won't average nine yards again. And then he just <laughs> yes. does it like every week. I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, to your point, explosive plays, I, I've written about that since the game's been over. Um, 83 yards, 82 yards, 60 yards. Those are three touchdowns, you know, for Tennessee's offense in the first half. And, I mean, it was off to the races. I thought all the way around explosive plays offensively, of course, defensively with the three touchdowns. I mean, it was a big play type game. And, again, I go back. It's what you're supposed to do against a team that we can, we can try to be nice at all we can going into the week, but it, it was what it was. It was not a good football team. No, I mean, you know, they're a team that's, you know, one in, they were one in seven coming in. And they had, yeah, played close games against some people that weren't very good. And they played one quality opponent, in my opinion, maybe two if you count Boston College. But, um, you know, they, they hadn't. They hadn't really played a bunch of people. And Tennessee, shoot, they're a mature football team. This yeah. is not a young football team. You want to go out and play well. They did not go out and do – what they did today, they didn't do against Austin P in mm-hmm. week two. That shows the growth of this football team. It starts at the quarterback position because against Austin P, they did everything they could to get Joe going early, and he struggled very early in that game. Today, Tennessee's offense was good. Joe didn't struggle early. Joe was – was again efficient. I think he's completing nearly 80% of his throws the last three weeks of the football season. He's playing um, He's playing well right now, and, and Tennessee's getting quality play. I mean, big plays happen because sometimes you have a bust like the Ramel Keaton play. Then you have other deals where you give a guy a chance to make a play. The, the throw to Squirrel White gave him a chance to go score. Yeah. If that ball's behind him, if he's got to reach high for it, then you don't give yourself a chance to make that a big play. He hit him in stride and let Squirrel do the rest with his speed. Joe's more accurate with the football right now than he's been the last three. The, the last three weeks he's been more accurate than he was at the beginning of the year. And, Austin, you asked Joe about that in postgame. I mean, there, there's a clear difference in him. Uh, the last three games compared to the first you know, five or six games or whatever, uh, you can win some football games. Again, I know the opponent today wasn't great, but you can win a lot of games with this Joe Milton operating and playing as accurate, throwing the football and running the football the way he is. Yeah, I mean, you know, Today he threw for two fifty three in the first half and did it super efficiently. Um, as as Hubs just said, 
you know, was on target with all his passes. Like, you know, we're throwing guys open, we're, you know, we're hitting them in stride. And, you know, if he continues to play this way, Tennessee can definitely win next week at Missouri in their final road test of the regular season. And they can win the game at home against Georgia in two weeks. Georgia's super talented, but, you know, like, you, like there's nothing about them that where you think, okay, there's no shot. Like, there are times in the last decade where you played in Alabama or Georgia and you said, no chance. No chance. You're not saying that, and uh, that's not to say that Georgia's, you know, not going to have the, not be the favorite to win here because they probably will be. But at the same time, like you know, Tennessee's starting to find its footing on offense, and again, it all goes back to Joe's threat as a runner now. Joe's throwing it, uh, you know, with so much more accuracy. He's you know running the offense efficiently, and Jalen Wright in the running game is outstanding. I mean. You know, the offense just seems to be clicking, and the defense is, uh, you know, doing a good job of bending and not breaking. You look at the defense, Brents. Uh, they, they were bending a lot, as Austin pointed out, in the first half. Um, you know, given, given, I think I think UConn had about 200 yards of total offense in the first half, whatever the case was. It's 200. Yeah, 200. Um, still only three points in this football game. Uh, Tennessee made some plays, and, of course, uh, creating the turnovers. You had Gabe Judy Lolly, beautiful strip there, and, and Tyler Barron picks it up, scoops it up, and runs for a touchdown. You have Aaron Beasley that was the third one. He just steps in front of a pass, goes for six. And, and then you had uh, Jalen McCullough, who made a nice play as well. Defense bend in the first half, did not break, created some explosive plays, and, and scored you know three touchdowns. I mean, that, that again, it's a program record. First time since 2013 that's been two pick sixes in a game. Um, really good, really good day for the defense. Well, I, you know, I thought that they were okay early. I, I thought some of UConn's shifts and things gave them some some issues. I mean, I'm not trying to be be harsh on UConn. I don't know what what Justin uh, Jolie or Jolly. I, I don't know what his. I don't know if he's a senior or if he's a junior or if he's an underclassman. The portal should be his friend because that guy can play. Yeah. I mean, he can play at a place yeah. better than UConn. I'm you not know how many people to... said that at halftime I hear just walking around? Like, yeah, it was all over the board. All I mean, over the board. I'm not trying to pick on UConn, but, I mean, that guy that guy can play. Um, good player. They did a good job with the slant stuff early. I thought Tennessee adjusted to that in the second half. And, and, again, it goes back to what Josh Heupel talks about every week, right? It's a line of scrimmage game. Tennessee was okay in the line of scrimmage in the first half defensively. They were much better in the line of scrimmage in the second half defensively, particularly to start the second half. Um, which was really good. And then this old offensive line that, you know, was just a collection of guys, right, that, that doesn't seem to get um, a ton of praise. Everybody keeps waiting for the next one. They don't like this guy. They don't think about this guy. They don't think this guy is very good. 275 yards on the ground again today. Tennessee's The reason Tennessee's where they are right now is because they're winning in the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Um, again, you had, a, you had Jeremiah Crawford start a left tackle for John Campbell, who – was there. He was available, but uh, didn't want to play him unless in an absolute emergency. All Atlanta left guard. Of course, Cooper Mays at center. Spragans at right guard. And he had Gerald Mincy for the second straight game, Austin, that made it through the game, and I think that's key. But kind of going back to the John Campbell point, a lot of guys who were available, you didn't want to play them. Didn't want to risk anything. Jabari Small, Amari Thomas, John Campbell. Because, again, it's this type of game to where you can afford to do that. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was great to not have to play Campbell. And, you know, Tessie's still able to you know, run their offense at a high level. Um, I, I think it's great that Mincy, you know, has kind of really kind of found his footing at right tackle. Um, feels like he's, you know, even though his knee's banged up, it feels like he's, you know, playing as about as well as he has during his Tennessee career. And then again, 
you know, from guard to guard, I mean, there's a lot of continuity there, and I think that goes a long way. I mean, Cooper talked about that, just kind of like how Ollie stepped up, and then Sprague's just kind of, I think, enjoying the fact that Cooper's back, and, you know, and again, Cooper said this when we was on Ball Club Confidential this week, like, this is game, what, five for him? Like, I mean, you know, yep. thereabouts. I mean, this is like mid-season. He's yeah. feeling really good. You know, he's kept his weight on because he didn't go through August in a million degrees and September in a million degrees. And now that you know the temperature's cooled down, so he's not dropping a bunch of weight. Yeah, but my only my only thing with the offensive line is, I, I think they I think Javante Spragans has to be very careful moving forward. He's he does, play, man. He's, he's playing he's right to... on the cusp of getting himself into yep. a bad situation. I, I'm I get all the trash talk. I get playing through the whistle. I get playing with an attitude. He fought a brick wall. All those <laughs> things matter to him and get him going. He's got to make sure he stays under control and doesn't get himself out out of control at any point. But the continuity with that group is, is paying dividends. I mean, I, I know it's interchangeable parts and you move guys around, but they've been at their best the last three or four weeks because they've played consistently as a group. It was great to get John Campbell the day off mm-hmm. uh, to, to heal up. Um, and it was great to get a bunch of young players some, some snaps in there as, as well, not just on the offensive line, uh, but across the board. I mean, I, listen – Ethan Davis has got to learn how to block. I get that. But if there's not excitement about what Ethan Davis can do in this offense, then you aren't paying attention. Because every time we've seen that guy in a scrimmage situation, and this was basically when he got in the game was a scrimmage situation, he's made plays. He did it in the spring. Uh, He did it today. That guy has a really bright future at Tennessee. And and I'm going to be curious to see kind of where he is moving forward for the rest of this year and then obviously heading into next year. Because I I think he's a – I think he can be a different type guy at tight end that Tennessee's not had. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Kind of leads me to my next point. Um, and we, we wanted to see them sprinkle some youth in there and not just go complete line change. And you saw that at times. Uh, you saw Ricky Gibson get back in there in the secondary a little bit. Of course, you saw you know Hobbs and, and some of those linebackers get in there. You saw Jordan Thomas play star with the starting secondary. On the offensive front, those you know that first series coming out of half, you basically had the one offense to a degree, but you had Nico, you had Addison Nichols at left guard. That was kind of good to see. And now that we're on it, let's talk about Nico here. Uh, you know, I you, before we go any further, Hubbard, you, Eric and I have had this discussion. Were you surprised we got two series? Um, no, yes, but then when you look at it, I think it was one of those things where. They were wholesale and changing on the offensive line for and that they didn't next want to get him third series. So <laughs> I, I get that, but like, he had played really well. I don't think at that point they wanted to roll back out there with, with some of those other offensive linemen. I would have gone one more series. I think if they hadn't had both of the pick sixes, they would have probably gone one more series with him. Yeah. But but I think that was probably the reasoning for for that. But I thought he would have gotten at least three in the game. Uh, and not just the two series. That he, I guess he got two. Yeah, you got two. You got two. He, you know, threw the touchdown on one, and then when you went the line change in front of him, they punted on that one series, and that was a two series. We're, we were joking 
up here in the press box like, oh, what if they just pull him here and say, oh, good job, two series, and, and off you go. And I said, well, Austin, Gasson Moore has his helmet on and Nico Dutton. That's what they're doing. And so, I mean, I, I recognize, I get that. And also, I do, in, in a game like this, I know a lot of people won't see it this way, but you do want to reward some of those guys to get in there, the Gasson Moores and Navy Shuler. I get all that. I just look at it like this. In a 59-3 ball game, your quarterback of the future, who has not had any reps hardly at all all year long, Austin, he got two series. I just think that's a waste of but, 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 time. But here's, but here's my thing. All right, Joe's the quarterback of record, right? Yes, yes. So, I mean, when 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 Nico goes to Oklahoma next year, or in, what will they open up next year? NC State in the neutral side? No, game? it's actually NC State's second game. Okay, so when are they open up here? Is, is he going to come out here and go, well, he's going to be much better because he got a third series against UConn? Or he got a fourth series against UConn? Now, you know, if, if if Joe were to get hurt next week, then then maybe. Uh, right, but, but to your but, point, but here's maybe. the point that Hubbard's trying to make. Let's say he goes out there with the with the third string offensive tackle. Wes hurt. hurt. No, no, Joe I, gets hurt next week, and all of a sudden it's Gaston Moore. I, 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 yeah. I get your point. Mm-hmm. My my point is, if you're talking about for the future, not next week, yeah. you're talking about for the future. I don't think it means as much. Here's the other thing too: your backup quarterback next fall might be Gaston Moore. Yeah. Because you don't know how quick Jake Merklinger is going to be ready for anything. And you, know? you don't know if you're going to be able to – Tennessee will attempt to bring somebody in to be an older guy. Yeah. But, again, and who's signing up to go, it, yeah, I'm the backup. I'm good with that. Like, it just – most most people aren't built that way. Clemson was able to find out with Hunter Johnson and then Paul Tyson in back-to-back years, guys that wanted to be coaches – that knew they were then they were comfortable this, with being the backup. And this offense, I'm not sure Gaston Moore is not a better fit than, yeah, than, he, than he, either one of those because, two type scenarios. Because he's already ingrained. He, he, he has knows tenure, everything. He has tenure in this offense. Yes. He's been it's been it like six years. So anyway, I, listen. As a fan, I would be sitting there going, "Really, two series? Really?" That's what yeah. again. If he'd have played three series, I went, "Yeah, I, I totally get it." If he plays two series, I was surprised. But at the end of the day. If you're talking about for next year, I don't think the extra series mean anything. Sprained ankle next week. I don't know that six more plays today makes a difference against Missouri's defense versus against what he was getting at. Yeah, I agree with that. that. I just I, I get all. I mean, I, I get my side. I get your side. I mean, it all makes sense. Like I totally get both sides of the coin here. I just at the end of the day, fifty nine to three, dude got two series. <laughs> it's like come on. That's just I'll leave it at that. Awesome young guy that, uh, or, or about Nico, his performance, I guess. Let's talk about his performance. I thought it was terrific. The way he moves in the pocket is going to be super exciting. Yeah. Extending plays, stepping up, moving around. thought his touchdown pass, I thought his pass to McCallum Castles was really good. thought his touchdown pass was uh, really neat as well. It, he's looking good. He's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's got, good, he's got a great feel. I think he's got good feet. Um, he, he can get outside the pocket. He can run. He's not afraid to use his legs. Obviously, he needs to get a little bigger, which he will. But, but the biggest thing for me, Austin, and I said this in the two-minute drill, the biggest thing that stands out to me about him is just he has a great – he has a feel in the pocket. He feels pressure, and it's subtle moves that buys him a little time. You can tell he was well-coached coming out of high school mm-hmm. um, because he knows a slide step here, step up here, you know, climb the ladder a half step to buy yourself a little more room to throw the football. Little things like that, not breaking out and running for twenty yards. Yeah. Little things within the pocket. Um, he's got a great field. I, I, I'm really impressed and, with with what he showed today. Kept his eyes up the field. Really good eyes. Know, I mean, like yeah. we call that the Bryce Young. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm with you. I, I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, Again, was like if you didn't watch today, and and, and against UConn, they're not great. 
But what he was able to do, and again, was doing it with partial offensive line. Yeah. First team, there was no John Campbell out there when he was out there. And I think there was one more, but he got like, I think guard to Nick, guard. Nichols was out there. Nichols okay. was at guard and Dane Davis was at, at tackle. Tack. Oh, yeah, Dane was out there. That, was the, that. that was the um, two subs they made for him in the second half. But, you know, he still was throwing to some you know, good tight ends and good receivers. And I think that's big, right? Absolutely. You know, um, I continue to like what Dante Thornton's doing outside, just kind of sprinkling in. I think with it two or three catches today. I mean, you know, it's not much, but you know, it's it's there's something there. Ramel Keaton, buddy, <laughs> Ramel Keaton was 48 yards behind the secondary. <laughs> oh I was like, if gosh. he drops this, he'll never recover. <laughs> yes. And, and <laughs> luckily, it was like, I mean, it was a punt. It was a good throw by Joe. That, now, now here to your point, to your point about how many series Nico should have got, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to take anything away from Jack Jancic and Michael Brittner, but I mean, Caleb Webb. I mean, those guys. Those guys could could need the reps for for this fall because look, mm-hmm. you're a sprained ankle away from those guys being big time in the lineup. Oh there. yeah, you know, I would have got a little more out of them today, probably, um, even with a backup quarterback in there, as opposed to just, just maybe going with with a bunch of other walk ons. But again, I get it's a reward, and, and you're not yeah, you're not going to please there's everybody. No, there's no win in that, deal, yeah. right? You want, as a coach, and like those guys go out there and give you a look on scout every single day. Like, you want, this is the game, or the mm-hmm. Austin P game. This is the game to do that. And so, I mean, I, I, I respect that from a coaching standpoint. Well, they got D, they got, they gave, they gave Missouri and Georgia the D Williams look. I, Brent was pumped I, about that. I don't, uh, I don't think he, I don't know that, um, I don't know that either one are going to lose multiple hours of sleep. Based on the D. Williams package that we've seen, I, I don't think that's going to change a lot of. Heupel said he wanted, the, game he wanted to play them, play him at Kentucky, play them today. Do you think we'll see D. Williams again on offense? I don't know. Not with the way this offense is going right now. Okay. I mean, what, what, where are you going to take? Who are you going to take off the field? I mean, unless Squirrel needs to come off the field. Yeah. I mean, maybe you know something. I mean, like there. a uh, like, like like a series, a package, a, a player yeah, or two. Like I mean, the, you know, the one thing that they're doing too. I mean, they're going really fast tempo wise, and I'm not sure. How fast they can go with, with D. Williams. Yeah. I mean, I, look, he's working hard to learn it, mm-hmm. putting in a lot of extra time after practice. I just don't know if they can go as fast as that they're going right now. And I think their tempo upgrade the last couple of weeks has been good for them. I do too. Uh, I, I think it's gotten them in a better rhythm and kept them in a better a better rhythm uh, the last couple of weeks. We'll kind of say goodbye here in a moment. I do want to point out, we'll go back and watch the tape and everything. Austin, I thought Elijah Simmons played well today. He did. I thought it was the best game. He, he flashed. He got some hops on one to deflect the pass. He was he was uh, hustling, you know, making some backside tackles. I thought he, he stepped up and made some plays. I thought Karak Garland played more today than he's played in three years combined. Mari Thomas didn't play today. Um, a couple of those defensive guys, even though it wasn't pretty at all times in the first half, I thought they, they flashed. I thought Simmons kind of loved that. Yeah, I, I agreed. I thought Elijah had a really nice day. I thought he showed a lot of athleticism, a lot of burst. Another guy that you know didn't start his season until midseason, so kind of is fresh at this point in the season. I think that number ten helps with the athleticism. And buddy, he just looks. He just better. thinks he's squirrel. I mean, you know, well, we got to come up with a nickname for him. If if, if one ten is squirrel, the other ten's got to be. You know, I don't know why we never got a picture of that in fall camp. I, I think we were all waiting on that, and we oh, never. Oh, got those one. two side by side. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, we called Squirrel Timon, and then and then Elijah Pumba. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, here's another guy that that you're talking about, guys. You know, kind of flashing mm-hmm. a little bit, and and I think maybe Tamarian McDonald might have got a little bit nicked up, and they were just being precaution because Jordan Thomas came in early. He, he did. was he was early in that game at a position that normally doesn't rotate very early. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, and I thought Jordan Thomas showed up today. I thought he I thought he was pretty pretty good back there at star. That's a guy um, you that's a guy you need. Like next year, you want him to be a guy. Yeah. Um, and I, and I thought he looked like he had taken strides yeah. towards towards that, that. And remember, being he, that guy, he got hurt in spring. He had no contact the entire fall camp, so he was a late arrival. That's why Will Brooks was uh, the second safety to go in, at, uh, or the third safety to go in at, uh, at, at Virginia, um, because you know guys like Jordan Thomas and Christian Charles were beat up. Uh, but don't worry, Brent. When they were rotating in corners and stars, your two safeties were still out there. Well, I mean, you knew they would play the most snaps, but they, they listen. I, Jordan Thomas needs they need to find a home for him yeah. and let him get situated. And I thought he I thought he looked pretty pretty good at star today. I was. I, I thought he moved around well. I'll be mm-hmm. curious to see him on, on rewatch. But I, I thought he was very confident in where he was supposed to be and, and seemed to play fast today. Yeah. I, I, I thought his athleticism showed up today. Tennessee wins 59-3 to over UConn. Does exactly what it's supposed to do. In a homecoming game, you win, you look good doing it, and you beat up on a not very good football team. That's what Tennessee did to UConn today. Tennessee is 7-2. and Back on the road in SEC play next week, a monster game. And we'll see how this uh, Georgia and, and uh, Missouri game ends today. But that's going to be a big game either way before you come back and play Georgia in two weeks. So uh, we'll continue to break this down. We'll have tons of reactionary stuff over ballquest.com. For Brent Hubbs, awesome price. I'm Eric Kane. Appreciate you guys for being here and listening to us. Tennessee wins 59-3. to Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.